Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors, McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham, and Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Welcome to the program, and we're talking about one of our favorite towns on earth, and that's Minneapolis. As the Minneapolis Bulldogs are getting ready to start the baseball season, I've got Coach Rick Whitaker on the phone with me. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, well, I want to go over, first of all, with the uh, uh, about uh, your hitting. Uh, let's just talk about your hitting. Uh, who do you got? Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of break it down. I want to talk about your 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 on base guys, your contact guys, guys that don't strike out, uh, guys that can bunt, guys that uh, can drive in uh, runs, guys with power. You know, those kind of guys. What kind of hitting do we got? Who's going to lead the way for you in hitting this year? Well, we lost uh, three of our top hitters last year, three seniors, but we have uh, Lance Ludens, who is a sophomore coming back, who hit three twenty nine last year. Um, with on-base percentage of 474. He's kind of, you know, one of our fastest guys, but he also hits for power. So I think I'm going to stick him in the leadoff spot. I I think he's a number two hitter, really, but I need to find that leadoff guy. So at the beginning of the season, I think I'm going to put him in that, in that leadoff spot. You certainly need a guy that can get on base uh, yes, to, to start definitely. out the game. Well, generally, I like to get a guy uh, to bat second that can bunt, move runners, a guy that takes pitches, makes contact, and don't strike out. Uh, um, what do you have a guy that's kind of like that? Um, not well. My my philosophy is a little different. I, I don't like to bunt a lot. I like uh, I'm more of that uh, Tony Larusa guy that wants that number two hitter to be able to drive that guy in from first or second. You know, a guy who has speed and power. Um, bottom of the order, you know, we'll do, we'll do some bunting, but at that top of the order, I don't want to give up any outs. Uh, we're going to, you know, if, if I could, you know, we've got a lot of team speed this year, so I'd rather get a guy on first, have him steal second, not give up an out. And then we've got three chances to hit him in. It's hard, so, to, it's hard to steal second base if the guy swings at the first pitch. Exactly. And that's why we have, we'll, we'll fake bunt, make sure that we're taking fake bunting, um, giving that guy a chance, give him a couple pitches to to uh, to to get the second. Okay. Well, uh, the three, four, five guys are your are your power, your RBI guys. Uh, who do you got for 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 those positions? Uh, we've got uh, Junior Grady Gun. Um, really came on. You know, he hit he hit in the in the mid two hundreds last year, but he's hit the weight room the last couple years, and he's really improving at the end of the season i would say he was one of our better hitters um and then we've got a freshman who played as a played a lot of baseball last year as an eighth grader kyler crow who uh you know hit over 300 as an eighth grader that's with 25 hits so that's pretty impressive he'll be our center fielder um 
And then uh, Cam Stotler, who will be a junior, you know, he hit 330 last year um, with 25 hits. He'll probably be in that three, four spot. So I, I, I like Grady in that three spot and then probably Cam in that in that four. And we'll probably start Kyler at the two. But if I can find that leadoff guy, that will bump, you know, all those guys down a spot. Okay. Well, who uh, uh, do you have any other hitters of note, maybe some young players that are coming on that we might uh, be hearing about this season? Um, I've got some hitters that maybe, you know, that struggled a little bit last year that I think uh, are a lot better hitters than what they showed. And Jackson Hutchinson, who's my junior, uh, Grant Hilton is a senior. He hit a lot better as a sophomore than he did as a junior, but I think he's He's got a lot more in him this year. If we get, you know, if we get him hitting the way he's capable, that might that'll boost our offense extremely. Okay. Well, we're going to need a lot of pitching to get through this season. As uh, there's several games a week, sometimes you get rainouts. You got to uh, uh, play uh, an extra game a week. Uh, we need to have some depth in the pitching rotation. Uh, tell me about your pitching staff. Who's going to lead the way, and uh, uh, who's going to be in your starting? Uh, rotation and maybe who's going to come in uh and the relief role all right yeah uh, just like hitting uh we had some really good seniors you know all three of our seniors last year were first team all conference either uh you know infield outfield or, or pitching so that's three of our you know three of our top six pitchers are, are gone so we've got a lot to replace some of the young guys are going to get shots but uh lance ludens was uh one of our top pitchers last year. And like I said, he's a sophomore. Um, he had a 1.96 ERA. So he's probably going to be our ace. Um, was a first team all conference pitcher for us. Um, probably in that, in that two role right now, I've got Kyler Crow, who will be a freshman. He really, like I said, he came on last year. He had an ERA as an eighth grader of under one. Wow. Uh, yeah. He's he's got a lot of potential. So there's my one two, and then that that three slot. Right now I've got Cam Stotler, who who's my catcher. So I, I don't like, you know, it's it's tough when one of your top three pitchers is a catcher. So you're going to have to have one of those younger catchers step in when he's pitching. And then it's a uh, it's anyone's guess. After that, I've got Jackson Hutchinson, who's who's come on, might be in that four spot, a little long relief. Um, Braden Oliver um, has really impressed me uh, this spring. You know, like we start throwing in, in mid-February. I try to get through basketball and wrestling before I start throwing, but we, you know, we throw a lot. We work off the indoor mounds. I've got, I've got an eighth grader this that might uh, see some time, but we're going to give him, you know, we're going to kind of ease. I like to ease my younger kids in, even if they're super talented. I like to ease them in, you know, give them a couple JV starts and see how they handle high school ball but yeah we're gonna we've got three pitchers coming back that have a ton of experience and after that someone's gonna someone's gonna have to step up well a pitching staff needs a good backstop a guy that can frame pitches a guy that can block balls in the dirt a, a guy that can uh, uh keep the uh, uh runners from stealing because he's got a good arm a good accurate arm uh what do we have uh, uh, behind the plate? Uh, and I know you're going to have have a, a more than one. So tell me about your uh, your, your catchers and, and who has that kind of good ability. Um, so Cam Stotler will be my main my main catcher. Um, he caught most of the games last year. 
um, works well with my pitchers. Um, we've been working a lot on his blocking. He has ability to block. He, he has tendency to not not want to for some reason, but he he has a you know a great arm, a great baseball IQ. So I think he's going to be one of the top catchers in in the conference. And then we've got a couple younger kids that uh, we're working along, and, and they'll, they're both, uh, you know, freshmen, freshmen and sophomores. So uh, we'll, we'll see which one uh, wins that backup job, maybe both of them. Okay. Well, uh, let's work around uh, uh, the infield, start at first base, and then move over to uh, second, uh, short, and third there for me. What do we got in the infield? Um, right now at first base, we've got Grant Hilton. He's uh, one of our two seniors. Uh, like I said, he he didn't have a great year hitting last year, but played a great first base for us. Um, moved from third, so last year was really the first year of first base and did a really good job for us. Uh, moving across to second. Um, depending on who wins our third our infield's a little bit up in the air right now. We've got a couple freshmen that may be playing second base, or I might have Grady Gunn, who uh, who's a great third baseman. He might play second if one of our backup third basemen uh, proves that he can handle that varsity spot. At short, we'll have uh, Lance Ludens, but he's our number one pitcher. So um, Grady Gunn, who normally will play third, will probably be our shortstop um, when Lance is pitching. And then at third, you know, like I said, Grady Gunn, who can play third, short, or second. So just depending on who wins that, who can step up and, and play second or third will depend on where Grady's going to play. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I am a big, big, big proponent of outfield defense. And uh, um, uh, because if an infielder misses the ball, you give up a single. If an outfielder misses a ball, that's Katie barred the door. You know, he could go all the way around and score on you or wind up at third base. And second base is the best possible scenario. Uh, so who do you got that's got range? Who do you got that takes good routes to the ball and has good instincts? And, and who do you got that's got a strong arm out there? Yeah, you know, I totally agree with you. And especially on our field, you know, we're, we our field is, what, 335, 330 down the lines. And – uh like 385 and dead center so it's a huge well, park yep so we need we need uh speed in the outfield and like i tell my tell my guys i move when the kids come up you know most of the time in junior high they're playing infield right best players are playing infield up through you know little league and everything but i like to move my you know guys with speed good arms to the outfield because i want my the best players on the field should be my shortstop and my center fielder and so um, outfield is definitely important. I've got uh, right now, I've got Kyler Crow, who's the freshman in center, who has amazing speed and a good arm. Um, right now, in this, right now, I've got Jackson Hutchinson in right. He played right last year for me. And then Braden Oliver will play, will start out in, in the left. He played uh, right when we had Kyler pitching last year and played a little left field um they all three have you know above average arms but the main thing is they all three have speed 
and then they're they're being pushed a little bit from uh, some of the younger guys. I've got an eighth grader who uh, is going to push some of those guys. I've got a, another freshman who might may push those guys. So it's good for those kids to to be pushed. Well, you you may have already mentioned this person's name, but uh, uh, in a baseball season, there's injuries, there's pitching changes, there's uh, guys that go into slumps, uh, and you're going to need a utility player. You know, you need you need a guy that you could. You know, the guy could play first base for you, could play left field for you, could play, you know, come in and back up. You know, who do you have that that's that multiple infield, outfield guy that when you uh, need somebody to step up, but maybe you could bring off the bench? Um, Yeah, we have a couple of those guys. You know, like I mentioned before, Grady Gunn can, can play pretty much anywhere I put him, but he's going to be one of our main guys. So I like to keep him in a, you know, a pretty stable spot. Uh, one of the guys that, that I'm impressed with is uh, Max Griffin. He's he's a freshman, lefty, can pitch, plays first. I've tried him in the outfield this year, so we're going to give him a little outfield work. So he's going to be one of those guys that, depending on how the season goes and I get injuries, if he's going to be one of our main main subs that I can go to at any of those those positions. So, well, uh, let's talk a little bit about your schedule. Um, I different sports sometimes the schools classified different you know like i don't know uh pekin's girls are 2a in basketball and they're a in football you know what i mean it's it, uh, so what classification are you guys uh we're 2a we're good? right in the middle as as far as uh enrollment so we're you know we'll be 2a until they really switch things around but okay so uh Tell me about the conference you're in, uh, and and who are some of these other schools uh, that you're going to be playing for the for the title. Okay, this is our first year from moving from the North Division to the South Division in the Southeast Iowa Super Conference. So, be a little different. We'll have uh, you know home and away is against the South, and then then you know one game against the North is the way we do our schedule. Um, main competition, I, I think right now, you know, it's hard to tell, but just based on last year and returners, it'll be Burlington Notre Dame. You know, Van Buren, uh, New London, I, I don't know. They lost eight seniors from that state championship team, so not sure what, what they'll have. And I think they have a new coaching staff. But So right now we're looking at Van Buren and probably Burlington Notre Dame as the, as the, as probably the one-two. And I slot us in that three spot. Yeah, um, I, I saw the Burlington Notre Dame uh... – uh, team play their uh, first round of the playoffs, uh, and they beat everybody. Uh, they came in there, uh, beat out Wapolo, beat out Kyoto, uh, played played pretty pretty dang solid. Uh, I would agree that they have some pretty good players uh, that they might give you a, a challenge. Uh, but well, uh, boy, coach, this is a uh, I'm getting kind of already excited about Bulldogs baseball. Uh, will you be playing? Uh, uh, Sigourney or Kyoto or uh, I'm just trying to see if there's any games you're going to be playing. Be, I live in Richland. Uh, there's anything close where I could come and see you mid, mid Prairie or something like that? Or No, I can't think of any games over I mean, Van Buren down there. Well, Van Buren would be something I might be able to. You, you got a game over there? Yep. Yep. We'll have a home on the way with them. Okay. Well, uh, uh, anything else about the, the team or the season that we didn't get to talk about that you'd like to talk about? No, I'm, I, you know, I'm excited. This is my sixth year at uh, Mediapolis, and uh, you know, just with travel ball and the parents' involvement, 
uh, with the kids in baseball. You know, I'm excited about, you know, this year and, and the future. I think uh, Minneapolis baseball is, uh, is going to stay, you know, is on the rise. So I'm excited for the season. Well, uh, Minneapolis must be a wonderful place to coach as there's such a, 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 a I would cons- I would have to say it's a higher level of support from the community than your average high school. Uh, uh, high school sports seem to be very important to the people of uh, Minneapolis. They love to keep up with them. They love to follow them. Uh, they travel well. Uh, uh, how much support do you feel like you get from the Minneapolis community and fans and everything? Uh, I think baseball is a little different. I'd like to see a little more, uh, you know, fans. The parents are great, right? Parents, grandparents, family. Um, for some reason, we we don't get the crowds that I, I'm hoping for, but I think every coach is probably like that. Like, they need more fan support. But uh, in the community itself, I get, you know, amazing support. The facilities are amazing. Um, the administration's amazing. Um, so, yeah, it is a great – it is a great town to uh, – not only live in, but coach in. So, well, let's talk about some of them home games that are coming up uh, uh, early. Uh, the season seems a little wacky. I know Coyote Eagles play their first six games at home and then don't have two games at home the the, the rest of the season uh, for a week. Uh, uh, what is your schedule like? Uh, when some opportunities to see the team, and is there a, a, a radio station or or streaming or anything that follows the team? Uh, we. We have the dog cast that I think are going to be streaming some of our home games. I'm not sure if they're going to stream every every home game, but most of our home games, I think, are streamed on the dog cast. Um, we start, you know, things are – we start the, the week of state tournament uh, for track. And uh, that first week, so it's the 15th of May, is when you can first start playing games. I've only scheduled two games that week because I'm not sure. We've got a really good track team. So I anticipate, you know, missing quite a few kids are going to qualify for state. So I only scheduled two games. We start off going to West Liberty on the 16th of May, which is a Tuesday. And then we we travel to uh, Mount Pleasant on Thursday to play Mount Pleasant. And then we will then we'll start our conference season that following Tuesday, May 23rd. And we'll go to Danville. So the first three games out of the out of the shoot we're uh, we're on the road <laughs> so the first well when's the first home game first home game is thursday may 25th against lone tree okay well uh i sure appreciate you being on coach and hope that we can uh periodically get a hold of you through the season get little updates and uh, i'll be doing scoreboard shows to try and keep our listeners up on what's going on with uh with the bulldogs and uh uh, good luck on the season. Hope you have a lot of success, and uh, uh, thanks for being with us today. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors, McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm, machinery, and auto recycling needs. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa.